that Joe Biden, in the same light, is a person who we're sort of imagining to be this inclusive joiner together of people, right? right? And this our, can, our uniter in chief, sort of. Our, our uniter in chief, and this can be seen uh, very strategically and ruefully in his uh, populating of his United Colors of Benetton cabinet. That's, you know, all the colors of the rainbow, right? But there's no diversity in thought. Uh, They're all coming from very entrenched corporate elite circles and not actually doing the work of supporting what the mandate Black Lives Matter necessitates. I'm glad you're going here with this interpretation because extending the idea of sort of, you know, this this notion of identity politics and and cultural signifiers as part of the the liberal project of you know creating this big tent is the idea of inclusivity and like model minorities populating parts of that framework this movie would would pass a lot of a lot of tests by today's standards for people who are judging a lot of our media and art by its representation and its politics Namely, in this, in the fact that two older white men are replaced by the end of this movie by a young woman and a young black man, people would find that enough. But it is still part of that same sort of totalizing and very calculated idea of liberal identity, which says that uh, the best and brightest of you, no matter what you look like or sound like or where you come from, can be a part of this. What it doesn't do is benefit those minority groups at large in a material way. This is the same thing you're talking about with like the Black Lives Matter movement and, and you know, these these policy mandates coming from it. The ideas of divesting from from police and, and demilitarizing police and investing in like mutual aid and, and a lot of projects like social work that are there to help stop the cycles of pro- poverty and stop the cycles of, of crime and, and recidivism into like a, a carceral system. We don't think about that in this context either, you only think about how key signifying entities can replace other ones that look more hegemonic. And one of the things that I noticed about this too uh, was in that recruitment scene again, which Mm -hmm. is like one of, again, it's like, it's a great like sequence in the film, but a lot of telling uh, little things happening here. It's very revealing. Do you notice that of the entire group of top cop, top brass recruits who are vying for a single position, the one who takes on the most adversarial uh, and oppositional stance to Will Smith is the only other black person in the room. Yep. It's the two of them, and he's the only other person given a name out of all the other recruits. And, uh, and the two of them have a very competitive sort of exchange where the, the guy in, in, you know, like the military uniform tries to sort of outdo and and uh outperform will smith i just like now that i have seen it i can't not think about it that you know like of this group of uh five white guys and and two black people that the two that are most at odds with each other are the two black characters and it's so indicative of the greater project uh of liberalism And, and and the way that it erases that idea of a comprehensive class analysis and and a lifting up of of marginalized groups in our society in favor of like the one the one special elite 
person who's like the best of the best, who has earned the position through all the kind of social factors that we think are necessary. The education, the background, the, the you know, resolution to, uh, you know, learn to respect authority, all of these things that eventually erase identity and, and a word we keep coming back to, you know, like, like subsuming uh, these signifiers into a more uh, hegemonic single entity that preserves capital, preserves power, and serves the same class of individuals.